You're listening to 17 Karat K-Pop, the podcast that's a little bit of everything with a K-Pop twist. From pop culture critiques to the history of K-Pop to interviews with people in the K-Pop industry and K-Pop artists themselves, to concert and album reviews, to a deep dive into the discographies of different K-pop artists, to K-pop news updates, to stories about the music industry more broadly. This show tries to cover everything about K-pop and K-pop as it applies to the larger music and concert scenes. Visit 17karatkpop.weebly.com for more information about the show. That's 17-C-A-R-A-T-K-P-O-P-W-E-E-B-L-Y.C-O-M. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to 17 Karat K-Pop. Today on the show, five big news stories, followed by a ton of rapid-fire headlines about what's been going on in the world of K-Pop. There's so much to get to, so let's just dive right in with the big historic news. BTS is officially performing at the Grammy Awards this Sunday, March 14th, on CBS. This isn't technically their Grammy's debut. They had that Old Town Road cameo. But this is the first time where presumably they get their own solo stage, which is long overdue. They haven't specified that they'll sing Dynamite, but I'm 99% sure they will sing Dynamite, which is great, and I'm happy for them, and whatever they sing will be great. But wouldn't it be dope if they just performed a Korean song, or a medley of their hits, or just something that really encapsulated the fact that you don't need to sing in English to be accepted at a Western award show? Anyway, that would be really cool. Hopefully they at least get to give their Grammy acceptance speeches in Korean, some insider details about how this unprecedented version of the Grammys is going to be is going to be carried out were revealed in a new article in Rolling Stone, which I will link to on my weekly newsletter. They had a COVID safety team there every step of the way. They've structured the stages to allow for social distancing as much as possible. They've routed out walkways and stuff so that artists don't pass each other too often, and they can go out different entrances and exit doors. They really did everything they could to minimize contact between people. The stage will form a circle of sorts so that in the center will be camera crew working and there will be four performer stages and the fifth stage is for presenters. The cameras will rotate their focus every 45 minutes to a different one of the four stages. The show will mix these live performances with some pre-taped footage but they don't want you to know which performances were live in filmed there in the convention center and which were pre-taped. So you have to just try to guess. Interestingly, they noted that one artist on their lineup who they did not name has a passport issue and therefore was going to perform in the actual venue in LA, but now they will probably stay home and not travel here for it, presumably because of COVID restrictions in their area. So I don't know if BTS was planning to be that group, but it was just an interesting comment nonetheless. I would have assumed they would stay in South Korea until the pandemic's over, but who knows what they had planned. They hope to highlight independent music venues throughout the show, and everyone who works there, from the janitors to the security guards to the managers. They also hope to touch on current social and cultural issues, just touch on the environment that we are in today, and really just the world we live in today. They don't want it to be a show that seems out of touch with that fact. And they want to address reality while also having some light and fun performances. They did not elaborate further. That is as specific as they got about what they plan, so who knows if they're addressing serious issues through a few jokes here and there or through long segments of serious dialogue or somewhere in between. I don't know. We will find out, but they want to have that balancing act. Lots more revealed in that article, and my ultimate takeaway is that this will be a show unlike any other, for better or for worse, this year. It makes sense for the historic, unprecedented Grammys to be the year that BTS gets to shine, though. 
Quick side rant, this year the show is hosted by Trevor Noah, so I have a question. Is there much overlap between The Daily Show fans and K-pop stands? I hope there is. I hope I'm not standing in the middle of that Venn diagram alone, but I don't know. I'm curious if there is much overlap. There isn't really an online discourse, but who knows? I bring this up not just because of the Grammys, but because of the very surprising, but in the best way, announcement about NCT 127 contributing to The Daily Show special called Remotely Educational, where they're just going to jokingly teach us how to read again, basically. That, if you missed it, quick PSA. It was on this morning, but it's also going to be on tonight, 11 p.m., Comedy Central. I'm hoping there is that overlap because I'm a big fan of the show. I, like, geek out over it, honestly, can't miss an episode. It really does an impressive job of capturing the news of the day in a way that's both funny and educational, and it does what a lot of talk shows don't do, where they they boil down issues to those super short segments in a way that feels like it took out too much of the substance. But The Daily Show manages to have segments just as long, which is pretty short, while still capturing the nuances and complexities of our society today. So really impressive work on that show. Anyway, I was just freaking out when I found out the other day about the NCT cameo because it was so random and funny to me, but also because my worlds are colliding. I never thought one of my favorite bands would team up with one of my favorite shows. My TV watching and music listening universes typically don't collide like this. So anyway, while most people my age are freaking out over Riverdale or Bridgerton or whatever, I am freaking out over The Daily Show and geeking out over NCT, and now I get to do both at once. So very excited about this. More big BTS news. Billboard has this annual iconic title that they give out for their greatest pop star of the year. It's previously gone to Madonna, Michael Jackson, Britney Spears, Mariah Carey, I could go on and on. And 2020's greatest pop star of the year, according to Billboard, is officially BTS. Their statement said, quote, with each milestone and new number one in 2020, BTS made it harder for U.S. audiences to deny not only the group's own supreme superstardom, but also K-pop's much-deserved place in mainstream music. And now that we're finally listening, it pains us to imagine all the potential pop classics we missed out on simply because of the language barrier between us, unquote. That is... I couldn't have said it better myself. That is exactly right. I do think often about how I wish I had started being a BTS stan years earlier than I did because it was like, what have I been missing all these years? The worlds of fun and possibility that you open up for yourself when you have an open mind to music in other languages outside of your own is really incredible and the epitome of why they're such a groundbreaking group. Even more BTS news, they are number one on the IFPI's Global Recording Artists list. They are officially the Global Recording Artist of the Year in the eyes of this worldwide recording industry organization. Their statement says, quote, The group is a worldwide sensation. They kept seeking attractive and creative methods to share their stories with the world, unquote, and they continue to do so. This title is given to artists not so much based on some sort of consensus reached by people who work there, but on actual digital and physical album sales. BTS actually reached second place back in 2018 for this title, but never reached number one. And One Direction is the only other band that has gotten that honor at first place. The official top 10 ranking for 2020, number 10, Justin Bieber, 9th place, Juice World, 8, Ariana Grande, 7, Post Malone, 6, Eminem, 5, Billie Eilish, 4, The Weeknd, 3, Drake, 2, Taylor Swift, and number 1, BTS. Even more BTS news still. It is the end of an era and the start of a new one because Big Hit Entertainment is rebranding as Hybe, 
Hybe, H-Y-B-E, pronounce it how you will. It's both a huge story and a non-story. The company is exactly the same. It owns all the same subsidiaries, it has the same mission essentially, same artists under it, same type of management, same structure, corporate structure, everything's the same except the name. So now it's not Big Hat Entertainment, it will be Hybe or Hybe. So the, in that way, it's not a big story. But at an emotional level, it totally is a huge deal because I liken the feeling I get whenever I see the Big Hit Entertainment logo and that little boing sound that the dot on the eye makes during their intro for the logo. I liken that to the feeling I got as a little kid watching the little Pixar lamp in that intro logo video. It's just a really cool special detail and it'll be sad to not have that anymore. Unclear if this officially changes the slogan for the company, which I would also be sad to see go, music for art and healing is a beautiful way to phrase it. More details as they come out, but that is just breaking news. That's all we know so far. Big story number four, some upcoming live stream concert news. Wanho's next live stream concert will be through Live by Live again. It will be a Live from Soul event where he will perform Live from Soul and mix his performances with miscellaneous footage that you can check out behind the scenes of his album work, rehearsals, etc. Tickets are $20, but if you want the repeat viewing options, you have to buy a $30 package. Then on March 18th, 8pm Korean time, which is 6am Central time, Lee Sun Kyun is having a TikTok-hosted concert. And in April, Great Guys is having yet another virtual meet-in-live event through Studio PAV. These meet-in-lives will involve like a virtual fan sign, Q&A, and live concert with a live audience. That one is Saturday, April 10th, 9pm Eastern Time, which would be 8pm Central Time. $19 tickets, $39 tickets if you want a signed album and poster and three-month video-on-demand access. Then you could also get the $59 option if you want a signed album, a poster, and a minute-long video call and membership in the live audience. So different levels of perks ranging from $19 to $59 options. Big story number five, two iconic K-pop groups are disbanding. One team is officially done when their contracts are ended March 14th and Eyes One is disbanding in April. My take on the one team disbandment, first of all, is can everyone please prematurely agree not to make annoying jokes about, I guess they're not one team anymore. Like, I'm, I'm just not in the mood. I wasn't when One Direction went on their indefinite hiatus, and I will not be now. Second thing is that I'm honestly not surprised, like I've said before on the show, with artists who can't tour like they can't do to COVID now, it really financially hurts the bottom line of those underdog companies. So a lot of artists may be, this may be a year where a lot of them are reaching a breaking point. And not just financially, but emotionally. They're in quarantine with the other members. If they really don't get along, that will really come to a head during these months. Brace yourself. But groups also have the potential to be closer than ever, so it's a mixed bag. As for the Eyes One disbandment, that I'm truly surprised by. They've weathered so many storms. They've gained international popularity. They're international icons already. They had that huge breakout single, Lovey and Rose, that started this whole career going sky high in just a few years' time. They really had something special going, and I was surprised to see it end abruptly like this. Now for a speed round of miscellaneous headlines. Sunjin from Day 6 just enlisted in the military. Sungyu from Infinite has just agreed to not renew his contract with Woolum Entertainment. He will stay a part of the band Infinite, but... As a solo artist, he will no longer work with this company. They mutually decided to part ways after 11 years together 
and his contract officially expired March 6th. Bam Bam from GOT7 just joined Abyss Company, Sunmi's company. Very exciting development there. Jisoo from Blackpink is the new global ambassador for Dior, both fashion and beauty. The author Haruku Murakami just released an eight-piece collection with Uniqlo with eight graphic tees inspired by his novels. BTS has renewed their pledge for the Love Myself UNICEF campaign. They've renewed their partnership and are now donating a million more dollars to the campaign, along with the proceeds from Love Myself merch and album sales. More good BTS news. Quick PSA, their SNL performance was taken off YouTube, but now it is officially back, so watch it while you can. And their company, Big Hit Entertainment, just invested approximately 4 billion won, which is around $3.6 million, in Supertone, an artificial intelligence company, which has previously worked with Mnet and SBS shows to alter voices and stuff. So they plan to partner with Big Hit Entertainment to use that technology in some interesting new ways probably for live stream concert events in the future. CL is featured in Google's first of many video in honor of Women's History Month. My J-pop queen Real just joined TikTok. SM Town LA has officially opened their delivery service for Korean food in LA. Winwin just reached 4 million Instagram followers. Icon's new single YYY topped the iTunes charts in 10 regions. Size Gundam Style just surpassed 4 billion with a B views. Stray Kids God's Menu is now their first video to surpass 200 million views. And RM's Persona solo track from a BTS album is really wrecking up views and streams still. It just surpassed 96 million streams on Spotify and 77 million views on YouTube. All FNC entertainment artists will now join Cherry Bullet on Weverse. Kyuhyun Hyun from Super Junior is going to be the MC of a new show called Tiki Takar, which will premiere sometime in the first half of 2021. Yu Jae-suk is now a new MC for the show Come Back Home, and the first guests will be Wein and Hwasa from Mamamoo. The show follows people, and they go back to where they started living when they first moved to Seoul. So they're going back home, to their first home in Seoul, playing the role of tour guides in a sense. Rosé's album R is the fastest Korean female soloist album to surpass 400,000 pre-orders. A new K-pop animated series is coming from Sony. It's going to be called K-pop Demon Hunters, and it's going to feature production design and art design from those who made Rhea and the Lost Dragon, Big Hero 6, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and other big-name animated films. BTS is set to present at the KCA's, the Kids' Choice Awards, this weekend. March 13th, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time is when the show starts, and it'll be airing at 7.30 Pacific Time as well. A few more quick BTS updates. There are a lot today. They are selling their Life Goes On music video outfits to charity for Grammy's annual Charity Week. Dynamite has become the fastest K-pop video to reach 9 Hundred million views. That is all of the news I will get to today. Thank you all for listening, and while you wait for the next episode to come out in the next few days, check out my latest interview on the show's site with The Changee. His new album, Wicked Night, I really love. It's very weekend-esque. It's very 80s. It's very synth-pop heavy, and it's really, really unique too. So it has a lot of very recognizable music influences, but it's also his own unique thing. 
and it's a very cohesive album, so it just makes for great listening. So highly, highly recommend this album, as I talked about on the show before, so it was really an honor to get to interview him and hear more about this album, and how it really is just, he hinted a lot in the interview about different details to keep your eyes on for the future of the story and where it goes from here, because it will be a continuous story. The music video story is very to be continued, so... Stay tuned for more from him, and then go to the Interviews tab on my show's site if you want to read the full Q&A. That is really all for today now. Thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you all soon.